Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Central Church of God, located at 5120 Central Avenue, Portage, Indiana. Here, you can listen to Sunday service by Pastor Robert Sluter. If you have questions, prayer requests, or want more information about our church, please feel free to contact Pastor Robert at 219-963-8496. Let's go into uh, the book of Ephesians. I want to pull out this week, and, and we're going to follow up next week to, with the end of this, this chapter. But I want to begin today and talk about sealed with the spirit of wisdom, the Holy Spirit. And I want you to, to pick up this first thought, if you if you're, have your outline, you're following with that, sealed for faithfulness. Now, I want to give you just a little bit of context with the, with the book of Ephesians, and I may have shared this before, and I'll probably share it again sometime, but it is helpful if we understand why Paul was writing, who he's writing to, and he, he's in prison in Rome, and he's writing to, uh, uh, this church in Ephesus, and if you realize a little bit about the city of Ephesus, it's a great city, uh, there's some great structures that was there that, that were impressive, and, uh, impressive that is, and, and some of them like the arenas for gladiator, gladiators, and some of that was there. Uh, There's this great statue, uh, that not what we would worship, but it was a statue of Diana. Um, and, and she was uh, the god of uh, witchcraft and, 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 and uh, sorcery and those type of things, magic. And uh, she was also a goddess of, of fertility. And so there's a lot of worship that was to her. And, and there's was, there was temple prostitution, all kinds of bad stuff that was happening in Ephesus. And, and Paul's writing to a church in the midst of the context that they're in, in the midst of the, the cult that they're in, they can have hope and they can have life and they can be, in, they can make a change in the culture they're at. And I want to say that's for us today. And the day that we're in with all the evil that goes on around us, when we have people who are upset because we're saying we don't want to abort innocent lives and people get mad and they start stomping the streets because they don't know what the truth is. Uh, we're in a society that needs the truth of the gospel to be shared and love to change their hearts and to change their mind. But that's only going to happen when they look at Jesus and not all the other things. And so this was the call of the church in Ephesus that, that they need to go in and be a witness so the people will get their eyes off of Diana and get their eyes on Jesus. See, Diana is also this fertility goddess. And so they believe that all the blessings that they received was coming from this false goddess. And, and, but we know that the sustainer and the giver of life is God Almighty. All life is in him and, and he's a giver of all life. He supersedes any goddess. There is no such thing as a goddess of fertility. All life comes from God. And so they need to know the truth. So you got to realize there were people born in Ephesus. They weren't born in the, in a Jewish family. They were born in, in that, in that place there and they didn't know who God was. So they clinged on to what was being taught to them. Can I let you know that there's a lot of people out there that are holding on to lies because they haven't heard the truth and, and we can't blame them for living life of lies because if they don't know the truth, how else are they going to live? That's why the word of God's got to be powerful. The Holy Spirit's got to be alive in us so we can be a light to those who haven't heard the truth. Do you know anyone that's uh, that's been deceived and they don't know the truth yet? They've got to see the church living out truth every day, uh, not just on a Sunday morning experience. We've got to live out the truth. Where's my notes? I haven't got there yet. But we've got to live out the truth of the Word of God so we can see lives changed for the kingdom of God. 
So we can't get mad at people who are living in sin when they don't know better. It's time for the church to rise up. Amen. We need to remove the anointing of God. So Lord, help us as we look at this passage today. We are sealed for faithfulness. Let me begin reading in, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus. So he's writing to the church and faithful in Christ Jesus. They are already faithful. I want to be faithful in God. Anybody want to jump on board with that? Lord, help me be faithful to you. Grace to you and peace from our God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. You want to receive spiritual blessings? It only comes from one place. It comes from Father above. Amen. It comes from God above. This is where our spiritual blessings. Don't look for blessings anyplace else. Go to the Father. He wants to bless us. So, Lord, we want to be sealed for faithfulness because your blessings cover us, O God. We're also sealed for holiness. Say that with me. We're sealed for holiness. We are, we are a movement. You heard me say many times that our, that our movement began as a, as a, a plea and, and as a, an, a, an encounter for holiness. Uh, we want to, we want to strive for holiness. We believe in holiness. We've never given up that. Uh, we've never changed that, that mindset. We need to be people who are holy people and we can be sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit to be holy people, holy people. God, I need your ceiling around me. So, so when the world wants to attack and the world wants to infiltrate, uh, Lord, there's a seal around me that they get, that the enemy can't penetrate. Uh, I don't want unrighteousness to come into our home and, and into my life. Uh, I want to be sealed by the Holy Spirit for holiness. Just as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He has chosen us as the church, as the body of the body of Christ before the foundation of this world, before he built one mountain, before he planted one tree, before he poured out the oceans. Uh, he had in mind for us that he loved us, that he wanted us to be a holy people empowered by him uh, to live in his world, to shine the light that for the creation that he was building for us to walk on and live on. We are to live without blame before him and say it with me in love. Lord, fill us with your love. We are sealed for a purpose. Say that with me today. We are sealed for a purpose. This is going to be the main thought of this morning. The passage continues on saying, having predestined us to the adoptions as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Think about this language that we're, that we're hearing. We have been predestined to be the adopted sons and daughters of, by Jesus Christ to himself. Uh, he's bringing us into his family. Family is important. Say that with me. Family is important and you can't be any better than the, in the family of God. That's the most important family. We've been adopted into his family by Jesus Christ according to the good pleasure of his will. It's been his will from the very foundation of, of creation. When he, when he breathed life into man, he says, I have a purpose for man. It's different than anything else I'm creating. I'm creating man. I, yes, I created the animals, but they're not going to worship me like this man's going to worship me. They're not going to worship me like these people are going to worship me. They're going to have this free will to lift up their heads into the sky and to 
declare you are God and I give you praise and adoration. There's not one other creature on this earth that can lift their head to heaven like we can, that can raise their hands to heaven and declare with their voice out loud, you are God who sits on the throne of eternity. We worship and magnify you. There is no other God. There is no and he is here today. Amen. So we give him praise and glory for his grace. He's made us and he's made us to be accepted in the beloved. We've been made to be accepted, to be the beloved, the ones beloved by Jesus Christ and a part of his body. It's every one of us in this room, everyone watching online, this body, you have been sealed for a purpose. Verse seven says in him, we have redemption. And I hope that when you hear these verses, you just begin to celebrate the things that God has done for us. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. I get excited just by reading that my sins have been forgiven of me. I, I, I've been forgiven of my sins. I've been bought by a, by a price. I've been redeemed by his blood, which had made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure, which he, again, I want you to hear this word. He purposed in himself. He purposed in himself that he would redeem us from our sins. He purposed in himself to, to make a way that our relationship could be restored to him. He made a, he purposed in himself to restore the fellowship so that we could be with him in eternity. He purposed in himself that we in this life could know him and hear him and feel him him so we know that we're connected to him that we've been made with the purpose it's not just to wander on this earth but we've been made to serve him and we have been made to lead others to know who christ jesus is and god the father and the holy spirit we he's purposed in us his will to do Verse 10 says that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one, in Christ Jesus. He's going to gather us all in one, both which are in heaven and which on earth. There's going to be a day, and we celebrate this in the church. I'm looking for that day. I'm looking for the, the call when the when the angel steps out and blows the trumpet, and Jesus steps out on the cloud, and he says, I, I want to bring my children home, and he calls us to his own. And, and the Father says to the Son, go get my my children, are you ready for that day? I'm talking about the rapture. There's going to be a day where he steps out and says, if those who've already called my name, come home. I'm ready for you to come home. I'm ready for that day. We are sealed for that purpose. Amen. Verse 11 says in him also, we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to say with me, the purpose Say the purpose. We've been obtained in an inheritance. We've been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. He doesn't take counsel with anyone else what he thinks he should do. He already knows what he wants to do. He knows what he wants to do in you. He knows what he wants to do through us as a church. He has a plan. He has a will. He has a vision for us to reach the community around us, to see your family saved. How many wants to receive that today? He has a purpose 
purpose for us to see your family saved, to see your loved ones brought into the kingdom of God, to see them sealed by the Holy Spirit, that they don't wander away again, that they don't leave again, but they'll be sealed by the promise of the Holy Spirit, that God can keep them and preserve them, and that he has a plan for them, that some of them are going to turn into ministers, some are going to minister to children, some are going to minister to teens, some are going to minister to adults, but all of us are called to do something for the kingdom of God. Your children, be ready. There's going to be a change in your children. Be ready to receive that God is doing a transformation in these last days. We've got to continue to believe that he is not given up. His will is not going to be changed, but his will will be fulfilled in the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. Verse 12 says that we who first trusted in Christ Jesus be to the praise of his glory. God, we, we believe right now, we declare right now that we put our trust in you. Everything I've been preaching about this morning, it's because we put our trust in Jesus Christ. Someone go ahead and say, God, I trust you. I may not understand everything that goes on, but I trust you. I may not know why this is happening or why that happened. I don't know why this is taking place, but I trust you. Can someone just put all your trust in Jesus Christ this morning, no matter what? what happens. Uh, the psalmist even says, even if the mountains are carried into the midst of the seas, right? I'm going to put my trust and faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, on Jesus Christ, the rock I sin. All other ground is sinking sand. I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ today. Blessed be your name. So this word purpose got my attention. And I started to look it up a, a little bit. And, I, and I'm showing you this, this slide here. I just wanted you to see where it was used in the New Testament. This word uh, that's used for purpose can be translated two in two different ways. Uh, one, the word can be translated as purpose. It was translated eight times as purpose. And then the other way it's translated as showbread. And like how in the world can the same word be purpose and showbread? There's got to be something here. But there's a little note there. It says that it's, 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 it's translated as showbread when it's, uh, when it's connected with another word, uh, uh, artos, which means bread. Uh, and so that got me thinking. And so I went to Luke chapter 6, and, and I started reading this passage, uh, uh, thinking about being sealed with a purpose. Uh, and this is what happens. This is what the, uh, the Luke is saying and, and, and talking about a scene with Jesus and his disciples. It says that now it happened on the, the second Sabbath after the first that he went through the grain fields, he and his disciples, and they plucked the heads of the grain and they ate them, rubbing them in their hands. And some of the Pharisees said to them, why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? How many know there's always a critic in the bunch? Uh, there's always somebody going to question what you're doing. And, and Jesus and his disciples are hungry. And so, yes, it was a Sabbath, but they needed something to eat. And so they took the grain of the, of the field and they started uh, taking that and, and opening it up. And they started to eat that. And someone began to criticize what was going on. But Jesus answered and said, have you not even read this, what David did when he was hungry? hungry, he and those who were with him. This is going back historian in the Old Testament, okay? So this is why we need to know our whole Bible. This is why we believe in the, in the whole Bible. Do you know that the, in the New Testament, the, uh, it reflects the Old Testament and it shares a lot of things that happened in the Old Testament. Catch what's going on here. And he went into the house of God and they took and ate the, say it with me, they ate the, the showbread and also gave some of those with him, which is not law for any but the, but the priests to eat. So no one's supposed to be eating this bread except 
up for the, the, the priests. This was designated for them. Now you got to realize what's going on. The, the house of the Lord or the tabernacle or the, uh, the temple, there's some furniture in there and, and there was a table of, of showbread that was laid out, uh, uh, that was part of the of the arrangement that God had for the tabernacle that led to the the holy of holies, and each thing has a, a significance there. But the showbread is a part of that tabernacle. Uh, a part of that was being used in worship. It, it was consecrated and dedicated uh, as a as a blessing to the Lord. But the priest could eat of it to to take care of them, and and so it had a it had a purpose. And this is what the Lord said to them: The Son of Man is also the Lord of the Sabbath. Now you got to hear this. Uh, Jesus is not just the Lord of the Sabbath. He is the Lord of everything. Someone say that to me. He's not just the Lord of the Sabbath, but He's the Lord of everything. He sets the rules who, who and what He wants to use, and He wants to use you. Somebody to point somebody and say, He wants to use you. He's the one who picks and chooses, and He's choosing you today. He wants to use you. Brother Ollie, He wants to use you. Uh, uh, Lena, He wants to use you. Uh, Melissa, he wants to use you. Uh, 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 Brother Pete back there, he wants to use you. I want you to know he has a plan and purpose. He's the one that chooses. He is the Lord of not just one day, but every day. Uh, He's the Lord of all things. Uh, He deserves praise for all that he does. He is control of all things and we give you praise. So I go back to this word. I, I, I'm looking at it again. And what is this idea of, of, of the showbread? But I, I catch on to this that it, it's not showbread unless it's connected to uh, another word. The, the word bread has to be with that. Uh, they have to be to, together in that in that sentence. Uh, by itself, it's just purpose. But when it's connected to the to the somebody catch on here and just say when it's connected to the to the bread, it has a it has a different meaning. And I want to let you know in John chapter six verse forty. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Uh, I am the the bread. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you, when you are connected with Jesus, the bread of life, you have a purpose. Uh, You have a purpose, not in your own self, but you've got to be connected to Jesus Christ. Uh, First Corinthians says this, uh, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you and whom you have from God? You are not your own. We have been, we have been set aside we have been filled we have been sealed for a purpose because we are connected to jesus christ amen now i don't know how that will pan out if someone needs to write a paper on that or anything but i just saw that this weekend and i was looking lord i think there's something here i just know this though even if it doesn't mean anything literally i don't know i want to be connected to jesus christ i want to take part of the bread of life amen so let's go back to ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 with this idea of being sealed for a purpose. It says, in him also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose. Uh, I want to, I want that to drive into us today. We have been designated. We've been predestined. Uh, we have been called for a purpose of him who worked all things according to the counsel of his will that we who are the first trusted in Christ should be the praise of his glory. As we continue in that passage, he, he says, in him you all heard the word of truth again we have to have that word of truth Help us, O oh Lord, that every time we come together in a, in a prayer meeting, in a Bible study, in, in a message that we are surrounding our hearts and we are digging into the word of truth that change and transform us. It's the gospel of our salvation. How many is glad that you're saved this morning? 
You're saved because of the word of God is true. You're saved because you read that in order to be saved, you have to give your heart to Jesus. You have to receive him as, a, as your Lord and Savior. You have to confess that he is the son of God and, and that there is no other guys. Amen. And when we start doing these things, how do we know this? Because his word tells us so. That's why his word is, is so powerful. That's why we have to have his word and we have to know his word. We have to grow in his word. And in whom also, having believed, you were sealed. Say with me, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. This is a, the crux of the matter today. We have been sealed. Uh, I, I don't know if you understand that picture of, of being sealed. My mind goes to, and, and this is what it makes reference to. We, we don't do this much anymore, but uh, anybody ever got a, a letter and had a, a wax sealed on it or a, a fancy card? That's what this idea of this seal is that it, it, it's closing that envelope and that container, and, and nobody can can open it unless they have the authority to open it. It seals it so it can't accidentally be opened. And the Holy Spirit wants to seal you so that so the enemy can't accidentally pour things into your life. And I want to tell you, he doesn't want to do it on accident. He wants to do it on purpose. But when you're sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have a covering around you. It's like, I'm being sealed for one reason. The only thing that can happen to me is the Lord to open me up that my testimony might be read. Do you realize within you, you have a testimony that God wants to others to read and he's got you sealed for the right time and when it's the right time he unpeels that seal and he opens you up and you begin to testify the lord has changed my life the lord has redeemed me the the lord has renewed me the the lord has given me a destination the lord has given me a purpose the lord has given me a plan the lord has transformed me and changed me and made me a new creation in him i'm not the same that i used to be i'm different because the lord has sealed me with the power of the holy spirit Lord, we need your sealing. And he says this in verse 14. He is the guarantee of our inheritance. He sealed us to guarantee our inheritance. If you need a hope this morning, this is the hope that we have. The enemy can't take away your inheritance when you stay sealed in the power of the Holy Spirit. When you surrender your life to him. When you follow him and you crucify your flesh daily, as the, as the word says, and I want to pick up my cross and I want to follow you, I'm, I'm following you, I have guaranteed an inheritance. What inheritance? Is, is it going to be blessings here on earth? It's not about blessings here on earth. Some are blessed and some are not, right? We don't understand that. We all have blessings, but some seem to have more blessings than others. But that's all going to work out when we get to heaven. We are going to be in the presence of God. We're not going to worry about what we had or what we didn't have and, and how many things we owned here on earth. But when we get to heaven, we're going to be walking on the streets of gold and, and we're going to see all the things that we are described in, in the book of Revelation and we're going to see God sitting on his throne. We are going to be in a place. We don't care about anything else that took place here on earth because we've been sealed with the promise to have an inheritance. And our inheritance is redemption in Jesus Christ and eternal life. Amen. Until this is easy. You have guarantee of this inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. How many has been bought by the price? Amen. You receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You testify of that. I, I have been changed. And, and that's the heart of this message today. If anybody is in this room or watching line and you said, I don't feel like I've been sealed. I, I haven't given my heart to Jesus Christ. This is a day that you want to do that. This is a day that you want that covering uh, uh, sealed on your life, not just for a, not just for a couple of days, not just for a week, but for eternity until Christ's return. We are sealed so we can be redeemed into heaven. 
when he comes back again. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So let's do the Bible. You're like, you're preaching awful short today. Well, I don't have a lot of energy today, but I give it all I got. <laughs> Romans chapter 8, listen. Read this week Ephesians chapter 1, 1 through 14, the verses that we just looked at. Along with that, I want you to read Romans chapter 8, verses 26 through 30. And I want you to, to pray that, pray this this week. Lord, you have sealed me with the Holy Spirit. I have been predestined with a purpose. Empower me to live out my purpose for the kingdom of God. How many can connect to that today? How many, how many wants this to be alive in, in your life? Let's read it out loud together if you can see it on the screen. Lord, you have sealed me with the Holy Spirit. I've been predestined with a purpose. I've got to stop there again. Wow. I've been predestined with the purpose. There's some people wandering around. I don't even know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm on this earth. I don't even have a reason to live. Don't buy that lie. You have been predestined with a purpose, but you've got to get connected to God to find out what your purpose is. And maybe you're around, you say, I've been with God for my whole life, but I really haven't found my purpose. Seek after him. He has something for you to do for his kingdom. He has something for you to do in the, in the body of Christ. He has a purpose for you. Lord, we've been sealed. Say it one more time from the beginning. Lord, you have sealed me with the Holy Spirit. I've been predestined with the purpose. Empower me to live out my purpose for the kingdom of God. So let's look at these verses then as the praise team comes this way. Romans chapter 8, Paul lays out this beautiful discourse for us. He says, likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Anybody connect with that? Anybody ever feel weak before? But likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. You've got to walk away with this today. The Holy Spirit wants to help you in your weakness. Someone say, the Holy Spirit wants to help me in my weakness. For we do not know what we should pray. Anybody been there before? I don't even know what to pray. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. When you don't know what to pray and you just begin to say from your heart, God, I don't even know what to pray, the Holy Spirit begins to pick up and he begins to intercede and he begins to, uh, to say, say prayers for you that you don't even know how to say. The Holy Spirit is there to comfort you. He is there to guide you and he's there to strengthen you in your weakness. It says now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. All of a sudden, you don't even know what to pray, but you let the Holy Spirit begin to move in you, and he begins to take over your your prayer. And he doesn't pray what you want. He begins to pray the will of the Father. He begins to intercede for you. Your prayer changes. You begin to say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. I'm not sure what your will is. Then the Holy Spirit begins to move through you and begins to speak through you, and he begins to declare for us us. Here is the will of the Father. We begin to say out to him what God wants us to do. The Holy Spirit is able to help us. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. How many loves God in this place today? If you love God, go ahead and stand to your feet. I'm almost done, but I want you to, in a a stance of adoration, God, I love you. Before I read the rest, just go ahead and love on him right now. Lord, I I love you. I I declare my love. I want to pour my love on you, Lord. I want to pour out fresh oil and and love and an anointing, Lord. I, I love you. For we know not the things For we know that all things work together for God, for good to those who love God, to those who are called, say with me, according to His purpose. Anybody been called according to His purpose this morning? For whom, for He, for whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom He predestined, then He also He called, and whom He called, He also justified, and whom He justified, these He also so glorified. Lord, you want to glorify us in this place today. You want to use us. We've been called for a purpose. We've been called for a destination that you have pre-planned for us, oh God. And we, we yield to you today. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Lord, you've sealed us for a purpose. You've sealed us with the power of the Holy Spirit. there's anyone who's in this room right now that just says, I need to give my heart to Jesus. I need to make it right with him. If anyone's online, you can reach out and, and call me today. But if there's anyone in this room today, say, I just need to make my life, my right, my life right with God. Just raise your hand. Is there anyone, anyone today? I look around, I see that this room's full of believers, but I always want to give that invitation. But the second invitation, I, I, I want to encourage you to, to respond to this word today. I'm just going to give that invitation one time this morning. I, I just want the, the Lord to, to move on our hearts. If this, if this message, if the word of God, not, not my words, but the, the word of God, if, it, if it's touched your heart and like, God, I, I want that, that fresh seal. I, I look at our parking lot. I, I, I'm trying to raise some money so we can reseal the parking lot. How many thinks the parking lot would look better if we resealed it? How many ever feels like you need a kind of a fresh seal in your life? Uh, that there's been some cracks that begin to form, and you're like, I, I need to fix that 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 crack. How uh, I many we're in depraved bodies? Uh, we're in this world. We've been redeemed. We've been set free. We're protected. But there, in this life, we go through some hard times, uh, and the enemy wants to to batter and, and hit us. And, and there's some cracks that form. I just want a fresh sealing today. Does anybody want a, a fresh seal of the Holy Spirit? Uh, so without any hesitation, will you come and just fill this place and say, God, begin to seal me? me and fill me and use me. I've been called with a purpose. Will you come this morning as our, our praise team leads us? The Spirit was moving over the water. Spirit come moving. 